0: Hello and welcome to episode 342 of the Venture Grower Podcast. My name's Richard and I am on a mission to grow as much food as I can in my allotment and modern victory garden. Today is Monday the 29th of June 2020 and coming up a little later on I shall be discussing how I go about pruning my stone fruits. But first we have the diary section with what I've been up to over the weekend. It's Saturday the 27th of June 2020 today and today I have been busy in the front garden despite there's been quite a few heavy showers and some rather windy weather. That's bear you can hear in the background squawking. Now you may remember a few weeks ago when I had my wife on the podcast we mentioned that we had a tree in our front garden that she wanted gone and I've no idea what this tree actually is We quite liked the tree itself. Unfortunately, it was just right outside our front door and in the wrong place. There was also a bit of negativity with this tree. The previous owners planted it to stop the people opposite seeing who was coming to the front door. Now, if we walked outside our front door, we would hit our heads on the branches. And it was also, it wasn't an edible tree. So for me, that felt like it had to go. As hard as it is to get rid of any tree that is or any plant really, that is in good condition and looks nice. Well, today we decided to cut it down. So, armed with my battery chainsaw, which I absolutely love by the way, we chopped it down into small pieces. And those small pieces will season before we burn them in our fireplaces, probably next winter now. Now, I don't use chemicals, and it's not really feasible to dig the roots out, because where where it is basically so that has left the stump in place which I know that can get a bit annoying it's about a six inch stump so it's not a a huge thing but it's big enough and uh, eventually that will rot down so I'm not too worried anyway now in its place I have placed my olive tree Now this isn't in exactly the same place, it's slightly to the side, in a bit of a better place. But the olive tree, of course, it produces olives, which are edible, and it's quite an attractive tree. It is in a pot, it may go into the ground if I feel the need, once I'm happy with its location. Now I've had this olive tree for quite a few years, and I don't don't get a huge amount of olives from it, if I'm honest. But I do reckon if I gave it a bit of care, a bit of love... And possibly in this new position, it will probably do a lot better and start providing us with more olives. But we'll keep an eye on that and I'll report that back in the future. But that's what I've been up to today. It's Sunday the 28th of June 2020 and this morning I popped down the allotment quickly to water the greenhouse but also to prune my cherry trees. Now I'll be talking about that a bit later on so I won't go into too much detail with that just yet. Now we're now back at home. Something that I've noticed is that my turmeric plant has started to grow again. Now I grow turmeric as an indoor plant and I have to admit I'm not so good at looking after indoor plants as I am outdoor plants but turmeric is something I do grow. Now I hadn't seen any signs of life from this and I was beginning to think that it had died but just this weekend a stem has sprouted and it's now already six inches tall which I am absolutely pleased with. Now I believe. It might be triggered by the daylight length. I'm not sure, shall have to look in to find out more, but I am pleased to see it is now growing. Now, after that, I headed outside and tended to my lettuce, both growing in the ground and in my veggie pod. And as these are both beginning to bolt, it's time to remove them, which I've now done. Now, the ones in the ground, I am going to plant some of my other plants in a few days time, which I've grown from seed a few weeks ago. Now, once I've worked out what is going in there, but my veggie pod, I will be sowing more salad leaves on Wednesday. Now, that's my way of continually growing salad leaves and it works well for me. If you don't know, I split my veggie pod in half and I alternate halves into which I sow fresh seeds each month. And I find this provides us with plenty of salad leaves. Now, after that, I then went around the garden, tying in and securing many of my plants. As many plants grow, they tend to need tying into the canes but as some of these canes have blown over and my apple tree also got blown over in the strong winds we've had this weekend which hasn't been very pleasant. Now all of these have been popped back into place, all the plants are secured, fingers crossed it won't happen again. Well that's what I've been up to today and that will be it for the diary section. So I'll hand you back to the podding shed but don't forget to let me know what you've been up to in your own allotment or garden over this weekend too. Well it's been a pretty good weekend here although very interesting weather. I know it's very British talking about the weather. Now unfortunately for today being Monday I have nothing for the diary section. I've been out visiting a friend so more on that on another day. But what I do want to say just quickly is that now we're doing the podcast three days a week I'm only going to be releasing the diary section on Mondays. A bit more like how we used to do it in the pre-COVID days. Now that doesn't mean Wednesdays and Fridays podcasts are going to be anything to miss out on. We've got plenty in the pipeline on how we're going to be doing that. Anyway, now it's that time of year when we might be starting to look at pruning our stone fruit trees. So to find out more, I went down the allotment with my pruning tools to prune my fruit trees. It's a little bit on the windy side down here today, but hopefully we'll be okay. Now, usually I would be pruning most of my trees throughout the wintertime whilst they are dormant. Now this usually lets me see what I'm doing and what needs pruning much more easily. However, some trees we just can't prune during the wintertime and that is generally our stone fruit trees, such as cherries, peaches, plums. Now the main reason we prune these in the summer months is that there is less risk of them Catching a disease called silverleaf disease, which is a particularly nasty infection, and it could potentially kill my trees. Now, I need to prune my trees for several reasons. The main reason is, of course, to let airflow and light get to the fruit, which helps produce better fruit. I also want to remove any old wood in order to promote new growth and produce a better crop in the following seasons. I also want to just tidy up the shape of my tree and I want to remove any dead or diseased branches. Now to do this I've got a sharp pair of secateurs which is all I generally need. But a sharp saw might also be useful for any thicker branches. I also like to keep my tools clean by dipping them in disinfectant as I go along every now and then. Now that's a great way of just preventing the spread of disease. I also have some organic tree wound seal which would be particularly useful at this time of year. So in front of me I've got this cherry tree which is full of fruit this year and it's produced well. Now by rights I should have actually waited till after all the fruit was off this tree and it's had a couple of weeks to recover before I prune this. But for this podcast I've got to sort of jump in there for demonstration purposes and show you how I go about it. Now, cherries tend to fruit on branches that is a year old or more so what grows back this year might not produce anything next year but would probably produce it in following years so firstly i will cut back any dead diseased or dying branches on this tree and I want to remove as much of that as possible. So what I would be doing is taking it right back to near the main trunk of the tree where I can and what you'll see is that you actually get a a slight collar, a, a branch collar where it gets near to the tree. So we want to cut just in front of that so that we leave the collar attached to the tree. Reason for that it just minimizes the size of the cut and makes it less of a a wound. Fortunately I don't have any dead or diseased branches on this but if that was the case I would be just cutting past the flare. I also would be looking for any crossed branches which again I don't have on this tree and that's where two branches would cross each other and potentially rub up against each other. don't have that on this tree so that's not going to be a huge problem for me either. And again, I'm going to be taking it back to that collar and just cut away at that. What I do have is a lot of branches that are where I don't want them. They're either going across the paths or getting too tall. So those are what I am going to be pruning today. Now, all I'm going to do is cut these back by about a third. So with my secateurs, I'm just going to make a cut and I'm going to cut it at an angle about a third back. There we go. I'm going to repeat this on as many branches as I possibly can just to try and sit. Now I said we cut at an angle and that is so if it rains the the water doesn't have anywhere it can sit. It sort of pushes itself off if you like and that would minimize the risk of disease or anything affecting the plants. Now I know it's quite scary pruning branches at the best of times but It is for the benefit of the tree and it needs doing so I'm going to crack on I'm just going to do these now that is about right now of course if you have your cherry trees or your fruit trees trained to a shape or against a wall you probably want to remove those to maintain the shape as well and you're basically just going to be following either take it back to the fruit collar the branch collar sorry or take it a third back depending on how it looks now I've done as many branches as I think need pruning I'm just going to stand back and have a look and check I'm happy with it it all looks good yeah that's not too bad I'm happy with it so that means I have now completed this actual pruning job but what I want to do is just make sure we don't risk any infections in this tree now at this time of year the tree will produce snap which will come up to those cuts and create like a a seal over those cuts so although I'm going to use wound seal anyway by rights we probably don't need to but I just find that wound seal just helps the tree a bit better to do these just brushes onto those cuts that I've made like this and that's not particularly difficult at all and again that's that done now especially on bigger cuts we really want to use this wound seal as I say it just stops infection getting into the tree. Right so that is now protected and my cherry tree is now completely pruned. Of course the clippings, now we could use these clippings as cuttings to grow more plants from if we wanted to increase our stocks. Now this isn't something I want to do today so instead I'm just going to put all my clippings into the compost bin which will turn into compost and then after that all I've got to do is clean and my tools and pack them away. So I'm going to get on and do that and I'll meet you back in the podding shed. Well, that's how I prune my stone fruit trees. But how do you go about it yourself? Get in touch and please let me know. Now, you can email me, richard at thevegggrowerpodcast.co.uk. You can visit the website at the thevegggrowerpodcast.co.uk or you can find me on social media. Just search for The Veg Podcast. Thank you very much for listening today. I'll be back on Wednesday where we'll be discussing building sheds and what seeds to sow in July. So till then, please take care. I'll speak to you then.